the window had been busted out and our gear, part of our gear had been stolen. Uh, there's nowhere to play up here at all. I'm sitting there kind of by myself, like waiting for my manners. And, and the mirrors, like they, the mirrors kind of like spin open like 90 degrees, like they kind of rotate open. And all these women in sexy lingerie can come walking out from behind the mirrors. I'm just well, going to throw this out there that it almost sounded like you were kind of the dark side sometimes of the scene. Just when I parted ways with monuments and say so it was a really, really desperate time of my life. At the end of it, our bass player told us, like, he just looked at us and was like, yeah, this is my last show. So, like, basically back to the beast era. Dealing with this alcohol intake and we're at a Christian festival and we're supposed to be a Christian band. I was kind of like, man, this, this sucks. This is not a good look. Hello, everyone. Back again here at Dark Side of the Scene. I'm your host, Brandon, alongside Ed. What's up? What's going on today? Um, I didn't have a rant until, like, earlier, and now all of a sudden, like, <laughs> I had seen a post about this new venue. That's I don't know if they're just open or what. I don't know much about them. I just hear they're just kind of getting started, but, like, Earlier, they posted about a show today, starting an event, Facebook event today, for a show that's starting Saturday. So, <laughs> two days of promotion. Do you see the problem here? Like, I don't know if like who's in charge of this place. I mean, I don't run a venue at all, but I've helped some places get shows and put together some. But that's not my job because I don't really want that. It's bad enough I have to like find shows for my own band <laughs> but like a place should not be should not be doing something like that or if they like reach for help if you don't know what the hell you're doing i don't know why they would even want to book a show and then or excuse me start an event for a show that's gonna happen in like two days like that's kind of weird <laughs> i who's, don't know who's going to show up for it and who did agree i don't to- know like who agreed to play for it, and even if it's been booked for a while, how come no one is bothered to promote it? That falls back on the promoter, the venue, and the bands. Oh, completely. And I don't think I've ever heard any any of the bands going on. And I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't mind something to happen around here, as far as the other venues. Like another one should open up in his place of all these dead ones. But like, how do you? I don't. I don't know. Like that's kind of weird to me. Like how. Oh, maybe it's really not <laughs> even going to be a venue it's really just an undercover sting uh, <laughs> operation could be but like ask for help if you're gonna if you think you're, you got the resources in the venue to do so and you're not really sure ask for help like you got you could post anywhere literally like hey i'm starting up a venue like what are tips or can someone help me get started i don't know where I don't know. Like I said, I'm not going to give them too much flack because they just kind of are starting, but like, it's not a very good start, especially like for the bands that are going to play and there'd be nobody there. And then the venue is going to be like, well, that show didn't do too well. We shouldn't have shows like that anymore. I could see them like turning that around. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
If it's an actual venue venue, then I could see that. But if someone's renting out a building, they don't give a shit. They're getting their money one way or the other. I don't um, know if it is. I mean, I feel like it's a they rent out that building for things, but they're supposed to be like a venue too. So I feel like those don't last very long. I mean, I'm not trying to hex. I used to rent buildings and book shows and yeah, someone always had a little too much fun apparently. Ruined it for everyone. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about, especially in that town. But I won't mention the town because I feel like nothing good ever stays in that town. <laughs> Not my well, town, just that town. As long <laughs> as someone doesn't take a shit in the sink, I guess it'll be okay. <laughs> or, or tear out the urinal. <laughs> yeah, rip the urinal off the wall. And The funny thing is about the guy that took a dump in the sink. I actually, I'm pretty sure I know who did it. And then he was super mad when... uh. He's like, what? Someone did that? That's fucking up. Who would do something like that? I'm going to kick their ass. So they come to find out after the show, everyone said it was him. <laughs> That's like, like the, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. no, it makes sense why he got so overly mad about it. Like he wasn't in a band. He was just a guy there. And he like got so mad that someone would go and do that. And everyone's like, he's the dumb fuck that did it. But yeah. No, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to work with uh, a guy. So, mm-hmm. And. It didn't surprise me when they said he's the one that did it. I was like, yeah, it seems like something he probably would have did. Oh, man. Those, uh, excuse me, excuse me, cereal, cereal, cereal shitters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, They're pissers right. are different because you don't really know that that's piss. It's just beer on the floor. But is there cereal pissers out there? Like, they People just, just piss. piss all over. Yeah. And like, they don't, they just assume it's beer because nobody's going to like go down there and sniff it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really. I think know. that could be a phenomenon, like cereal pissers, or the cockroaches that live in the bathrooms of most venues. <laughs> well, well, the cock—that's something you'll always have cockroaches. I, I'm told, like, if we had a nuclear war, there'll always be cockroaches. There'll always be cockroaches. Yeah, nice. bastards are everywhere. I, I, I'm surprised we don't like utilize that their technology. <laughs> Uh, don't give them ideas. I'm sure they're probably already compacted little uh, nanotechnology to these roaches and they infiltrate other people's. Roaches aren't real. I need to make a shirt that says that. <laughs> roaches aren't real. <laughs> Neither's the moon if you listen to some people. Oh, boy. We'll just leave that out there. Yeah. And on that note, anyone out there listening, if you'd like to be on Dark Side of the Scene, like Dark Side of the Moon, I guess, that it's not real. Um you can send an email to Brandon at darksideofthescene.com and we will get you scheduled on a future episode. Again, appreciate everyone that's been listening to the podcast, following us, everything else. Definitely appreciate it on our end. But we have a guest named Clint who is waiting in the wings, so we're going to go ahead and invite him on in, so hang tight. We're joined tonight by our guest, Clint. Clint, thanks for coming out and talking to Ed and I. Gentlemen, how are you? What's up? It's a nice evening, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Nicer I pulled a muscle in my day. back. Oh, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm sitting here on the bed, all fucking hunched over. I was out with the dogs, and I I don't know, moved wrong and pulled something in my back, so I'm kind of squirming around, but it shouldn't affect anything here. Well, I went to the chiropractor earlier, and it's it was amazing, like because I had not gone forever. He goes, "Didn't you have a show in Goshen?" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, we almost went and I'm like, I don't want him to go. Cause then he'll see like what I do. And then 
he'll just not you know shake his head i'm i mean i'm older but there's or just things you can't be doing he might anymore. be happy that you do it because you keep her coming back for probably <laughs> yeah i <laughs> keep I, you in I, business I, chiropractors I, i'm not so sold on i don't know I, i've got a bad back and stuff and oh. it, it just it seems like I've, I've thrown money at him over the years and i never really felt any different so it seems you know to play lighter bases <laughs> i am actually i that's oh. one that's uh one thing i've been working towards is lighter lighter weight under under eight pounds if i can get if i can get him nice what is the average weight of a base Oh, nine. Nine is like sort of average. Anything in the eight range is medium to light. Anything under, anything under eight is light. Um, but uh, actually, I'm in. I'm kind of knee deep in starting a base company at the moment. I'm kind of nice. in the in the talk in the talking stage. Actually, past the talking stage, we're in the production stage of of a few of them to see if I like them. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. One, one of my little one of my little things I'm doing. That's 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 a good thing, you know. And yeah, so, so yeah. we're starting off good on the on our dark side podcast. But that's good. yeah, you know, this is going to be full of positivity, light, light and positivity here. Tonight, sure. No, sure. no, no darkness here tonight. Oh, uh, <laughs> so you say. <laughs> so, so I guess not trying to date you, but so how long have you been playing? Oh, I, I've been playing around years. Okay, that's um, fine. Totally. You know, about about years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the, so you definitely know. so you've definitely basically you're pretty seasoned, obviously, and I know you are because I know you. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm old. I'm sitting here with a pulled muscle in my back because yeah, I, I, I turned I turned I turned wrong with the dog. So if that gives you any indication how old I am, but mm-hmm. um, I'm probably the oldest guy you've had so far. I mean, I Dix. I think I got Dixon by a couple years, even. Maybe I don't know. I don't know exactly how old. No, we had a guy from is, New but... York that was older. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and he was a rocker. You're... Yeah. Yeah, in, in the music business, you're never really supposed to to tell anybody your age, I guess, right. from what I've heard. But I, uh, I let's just say I, I it, it was uh, it was it was still in the decade of the '80s when I started playing. Mm. So. My body feels like I'm in my 80s, so yeah. mine too. Yeah, for sure. It's all good. I mean, uh, even even young TikTokers that shake their thing injure themselves. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So so Why'd I you got to go to the well, chiropractor, Ed, because you're out there on TikTok again. Yeah, duh. I'm trying to make some money. If I'm playing the metal ain't gonna give me money. Got to do something stupid. It was Ed's only his only fans. He he did something that he shouldn't have. Yeah, I I I, uh, took, I was trying to shave and for somebody and I missed. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so so during so, yeah, so during all that time, you, you're obviously seasoned. Um, so I guess I want to take it back and say like, did, when you first started a band, like, you ever had any? You know, initially, you know, you, you play enough and then you start playing with other people. Like, so yeah. once you get to like your first band and then maybe start playing out, like, did you have anything like any bad experiences with that? Like, you know, well, um, I'm trying to think of that far back. I mean, well, it, it doesn't have to go that every, far back, but well, know. I mean, everything was good. Like when you're in in school and stuff and you're playing and yeah, uh, it, it's all like new and fun and 
but you know there'd be dumb shit like uh you know somebody would invite you to to play at their house or whatever and they thought oh man we're gonna have a party it's gonna be like 100 people there or like 95 <laughs> people are coming you know and you you drag your gear and shit and you have your mom drive you to the to the big party and, and there's like four kids sitting around and you know three of them aren't really interested in that you're playing that you're setting your band up and playing you know uh there was a couple of those little things but um it, it didn't get I, nothing really dark happened for it i don't know a few years uh mm. i was in a band um in the 90s in the mid 90s and uh kind of my first sort of glimpse into anything weird or shady you know and i and i was pretty naive i mean so i i didn't even really realize at the time even you know what was necessarily going on around me all the time <laughs> i was just kind of, kind of a, an aloof you know young person and i'm still that way to, to a certain extent but um there was a certain venue um near a town where i grew up and um we were a metal band at that time this was my i don't know maybe my third band mm. i think by this point yeah and um we were pretty heavy, probably the heaviest band in the area at the time playing stuff that a lot of people weren't, weren't even thinking about doing yeah. at the time we we're doing like Sepultura and the earliest Pantera. And, yeah. Uh, when white zombie was kind of brand new, um, just, you know, early Metallica and Megadeth and Slayer and just, and nobody was really playing that shit. So we, we were playing this one venue and the um, devil's music. We, Yep. yeah yeah and, <laughs> and we were we actually drew pretty well um place was really full you know back back in those days you you could fill up the place yeah. <laughs> not so much like it is now but um and and uh we got done and uh no pay no money uh, we're like what the fuck you know what well come to find out uh and, and i didn't really know at the time but the guy had a, a bit of a of a drug habit so uh, he's so he's paying you know he's busy paying off his uh his uh his drug uh bills and he wouldn't have money to pay bands I mean, we weren't the only i mean a lot of bands were having that problem every weekend you know we'd hear from different bands it's like oh you know didn't get paid or whatever so he paid us in concert tickets because the, they were having nationals come through every once in a while so he, he paid hmm. us in like bullet boys tickets or some shit you know um and then uh, one of the shows coming through as our payment, they canceled because they didn't get their deposit. So we didn't even get to see the show that they paid us in tickets to see. <laughs> My God. I remember that was kind of a funny ordeal. And we laughed about it then and now. But that, that place closed, needless to say, shortly after. And who knows? You know, guy, guy had a wee bit of a coke habit, I think. So it closed because of his dumbass, basically. Well, yeah, pretty much. And and venues, uh, you know, that never lasted terribly long anyway. But yeah. I mean, it was a cool, cool place um, for a short time. But he just fucked it up because he, you know, he had a, you know, he had a habit of putting stuff in his nose. So, um, uh-huh. That that was, you know, one of the things. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I preparing for this, I was trying to think of like sort of really bad shit that could have happened and like mm. the darker side of things and it's like there, there was not a lot of funny things sometimes and mm. like stressful things you know that kind of stuff happens quite a bit but yeah um nothing like you know where where our lives were threatened or anything like that 
that's good. <laughs> probably, probably the, probably the, <laughs> the, the experience I still hear about today was uh, almost shitting myself on stage one night. I don't know if that's something you want to <laughs> dive into or not, but I guess like, it depends um, on the situation. Were you sick or something? <laughs> I mean, it's well, definitely no, a dark side one way or the other. <laughs> well, it could have been very, but. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 yeah, I guess we'll talk about it. My, my wife loves to bring it up. She fucking brings it up whenever, whenever the opportunity arises. Uh. She was there, you know. It was in our our earlier stages of being together or whatever. Um, it was a pretty cool venue, and I, I must say that if there's any any place that I've ever played that 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 would have happened, that was the perfect venue and stage for that to happen, um, because the the way it was laid out is that there was a stage at one end of the room and then right off the back of the stage were bathrooms so like you you could just walk down a couple steps and you were basically right right at the bathroom door so if you're gonna have that happen that you know if you're if (laughs) you're gonna feel that coming on that was the perfect setup you know so my 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 idea is hey y'all y'all at the over at the uh singer hey you know guitar solo for for two minutes or you know talk or do do crowd participation or something for two or three minutes here man i got you know drop the bass go i'm off the back of the stage and i don't believe anybody even really noticed or knew what the situation was but i as, as i'm in there i hear from the fucking stage the singer explaining exactly what was going on and why and why i vacated so quickly and i'm like you fucking dumbass it it would have been perfect we could have seamlessly perfectly sort of i I left the stage you could have you know carried on with something else i come back nobody would have known nobody would have known anything of what was going on until he tells the entire audience you know, hey, our bass player's in the process of shitting himself back there, so we're gonna take a break for you know two or three minutes. So um, that's a dick move for a singer. And then imagine coming out and Uh-oh. having to put strap the bass back on, and you know they didn't applaud you. I some did, I'm sure. Yeah, I think I, I don't <laughs> remember job. exactly, but I, yeah. I I know my wife probably died of laughter. Uh, and anybody else that that knew me probably was was dying of laughter, but it's like it's a normal you know, function. Was, Everyone shits. Yeah, but that's the only time that's that the timing has ever lined up in that I, particular. I feel way. like all my uh, all my extremities like stay put, like for the whole show. I don't know why. Like I've never had to like go like oh I got to pee on stage. I don't know. See, like, well, really, somebody weird. needs yeah. to do somebody needs to do research on that because that's true. I yeah, mean, I, I've I've had a lot of times where I felt like shit, man. Should I go or should I like take a piss first or what? And and, and whatever happens, and you don't get to, and it's like it that it doesn't bother you when you're up right. there. I mean, unless you're sick or you get some bug or something. No, like it doesn't I, bother. Yeah, you. like I actually had food poisoning one before a day of a gig, and like I kept crapping myself. Sorry, audience. Like I went so many times, and I had to play a show and somehow magically when i got on stage i was fine again up until yeah. i got off and then my stomach was hurting but like it's so weird it's like a strange phenomenon yeah it's like your mind sort of shuts off certain certain things and 
And, and I, I think that's why sometimes you can do things physically that you don't, wouldn't normally think that you could do when you're on stage. You know, I don't know right. if that's ever happened to you guys, but sometimes you just do something, you know, whether it's with the instrument or something and you go, you think later, God, you know, I've never done that before or tried that before, but I was able to do it without much thought, you know, there's so there's some con connection or disconnection of mind and body. I think when you're you know, in the middle of a, of a show, my bandmates yeah. told me we had a show in Rowan little, I was down in a basement at a local like pool hall type kid venue thing. We played down yeah. in this basement and they swore to me. And I, I don't remember doing this. I remember going to the wall because I'm a vocalist or whatever. And back in the day, I used to be trying to basically just go ape shit, whatever. And apparently I ran up the wall and like I flipped off of it, but they said my feet were on the ceiling and you could see my footprints on the ceiling afterwards. I don't remember doing that, but I, I'd say that falls into that category. <laughs> they claim I ran up the wall into the back yeah. off the ceiling. I was like, what? Because it wasn't very high of a ceiling. Did you stick the landing? Apparently, I like I said, I don't really remember doing it, but they, they swore wow. I did. It's the and devil's then, music. It is the devil's music. Yeah. And then uh, you're talking about bodily functions. I have thrown up on stage a few times. Oh, wow. I've I screamed so well, hard. And, screamed so hard and just. <laughs> not alcohol related. Just No, not alcohol. I've never oh, actually thrown up because of alcohol. I've thrown up because I've either ate some food prior. Or yeah. Something like that, but. Anymore, when I did shows, I never ate for like hours. I was like, I'm not puking tonight. Yeah, a lot of the guys I, I play with have that philosophy, you know, that we don't like our singer and, and one of the bands doesn't eat for like four hours prior. And, and when he does, it's a certain, you know, food or drink or whatever. It's like, I, I'll eat whenever. <laughs> no, I kind of learned that too. Like, eat like, don't eat prior, hours prior. I don't know. Somehow it just, I mean, you, you'll, whatever energy you get like it continues on up until like after the show and then you eat and then you're like then you're tired you're like a food coma carbohydrate coma whatever after I, show yeah. food is always the best yes but like then you hopefully you don't have to drive far because then after that you just want to nap so and it's hard anymore to find a place to eat after a show you know oh that, yeah. that time of the night man it's it's rough the beast did nobody favors there because i know a lot of people in bands that would get off after their gig and try to find something to eat and yeah that's yeah, yeah that's a whole little that's actually a whole nother dark side right there like you know all the night owls where do they eat now 7-eleven probably but like oh man yeah it's I forgot yeah, all about that mm. we did we did find a denny's though in battle creek um the, <laughs> we walked in looking really strange and uh after the show we had to look like we were just wiped out or whatever and uh one of the guys is in a full chain mail. I don't know why this particular <laughs> gig, he decided to wear a full chain mail helmet and outfit and stuff and whatever. Look cool. You know, he's our kind of our bodyguard guy, big, big motherfucker. Uh -huh. uh, and, and we walk into Denny's. <laughs> uh, and I feel like has... I feel, well, that town has like a whole metal festival. I don't think that should surprise any of them. No, I, it, they, they were really cool about it. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that, town, that town to me is like, the epitome of like hardworking, music-loving metal people in that town. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I admire. I admire them. They they have a hard spirit there. Good spirit. 
Yeah, it's so weird that Kalamazoo is so different, so close, but so different. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it, strange. They they have something going on at Kalamazoo, but not, I don't know, it, it is kind of mixed, because you got venues, and you got strip clubs, and then you got, like... Is there a metal scene in Kalamazoo at all? I Yeah, I think there is, but, like, if they're listening I to me, I, I, think, I think they're very territorial. Like, I feel like they kind of want to just keep within the area of michigan before they invite anybody on the outside but there's like back in the day back in the day they had the coolest venue in the the history of the world with peppers if you're probably not old i was like that's that's a venue (laughs) no i never heard of that one oh then in the the front the front was peppers the rock venue and the back was strip club oh connected to the same building and boy (laughs) now i'm jealous you want to talk about a cool gig that that was a cool place to play because the stage was fucking full-on huge full-on pro lights sound i mean like totally the best stage you'd ever want to play and then all you got to do is just walk walk out and then walk in the back door and you you know tits in your face sweet i mean (laughs) i remember like i remember i think they were having like a gigs at like the strip club around this area in like north of webster but i don't think they do that because i'm like my old band wow. i'm like man that'd be awesome. i don't know that you'd want to do that <laughs> i i that, that might be dangerous i don't know like i've i won't lie i've always wanted to play like a strip club gig just to see like if it turn out like roadhouse when they all start brawling and destroying the place <laughs> uh, i've played two they weren't that great what, what? Yeah, no, played... it's not as good as you'd think oh have you played strip club yeah we talked about it on that uh... I think the episode we talked with Chris from New York. Um, Why don't I remember this? It was down south of Bloomington. Oh, and I said, I think the you said something about they had the B team. I was like, I'm pretty sure this was the F team. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, see, that was, I, I don't remember anything. Huh. That was 2006, I think. Mm. And then 2011, we played at uh, one in Kokomo. <laughs> like this one area was like a we actually played in that place a few times but the when we did the battle of the bands in there it wasn't a uh, strip club at the time but it used to be that's why when we played there was like these glass mirrors and poles and everything still around it was strange but uh <laughs> when we played there when it was a strip club the one side you'd have to come in and there's like two separate bars the one side was like a music area and the other side was a strip club. So you'd come in and go one way or the other way. So we went into the music side and everyone else that came into that place went into the strip club. So we basically played to the other bands while everyone else was getting lap dances. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's need to bring wild. those. We need to bring those back. I think, I think we'd have better attended shows if they brought that. I, I think so. I, I, as much as like unquote unquote sex sells, you know, like, That'd be an interesting concept. I know, like, well, I know a lot, a lot of girlfriends and wives would not appreciate that kind of gig. I mean, it's bad enough some of them like get a little weird about anybody being in a band, but in that kind of situation, yeah, I well, could only see that start an argument. But whatever, I don't know. Yeah, now the girls should probably stay home anyway. <laughs> if, my opinion, that's my opinion. Just stay up <laughs> late, though. You smell like perfume. <laughs> No, it's axe axe deodorant. Whatever. If you have a good relationship and you trust your significant other, they shouldn't worry about the fact that you're out there around other people because exactly you're yeah. not going to do anything wrong. 
It is no different than watching a movie or seeing it on TV right. or whatever. You can't even open your phone anymore without someone shaking something on TikTok. So, right. Plus, yeah. I play metal, so that's definitely not a magnet to any of them. Say that they're yeah. all just going to oh, give you that well, cringy look, like you. Try try progressive metal. Jesus, that's <laughs> that's a chick repellent. They can't they can't dance to those odd time signatures. <laughs> no, and they, they yeah, could try they if they were smart. They could. It's not that hard. It's just you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a keeper though. If you if you can find one to dance in seven four. Like if there are any strippers out there listening, do you listen to Dream Theater and can you dance to it? Just <laughs> any audience out there, we'll we'll find out. I doubt it. Yeah. So I'm interested. And if, and, if, and if so, DM me, please. <laughs> we're we're interested in to see the the results of this challenge. It's a, a TikTok <laughs> Dream Theater like dance. <laughs> the dance of eternity. Go right, <laughs> literally. So. So, so it's basically okay. We're back to the peppers, and then yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. See, because I grew up in Michigan, so so my okay. first, my first probably I don't know, 10, 12 years uh, was up in uh, the St. Joe area clubs. Um, once in a while, Kalamazoo. Mm. Um, once in a while, we'd come down to South Bend area, play Cheers. Uh, and, and wherever else down here, um, cheers when they still had the split rail cow fence up in front of the stage. Mm. I'm sure my older buddies know what I'm talking about. No, I've seen um, pictures of it, yeah. And uh, and we uh, our first kind of big big break show, or, or at least for me, was a couple of uh, national opening for national shows at Heartland, which would later become what was it, Club Fever. And then mm-hmm. nothing because they don't seem to want to keep it open. But um, uh, huh. yeah, that that's late '90s. Uh, we we played with Quiet Riot. We played with uh, Slaughter. Uh, who else did we play with there? We were on a little run because we kind of got in with the with the promoter at the time. Um, who else was it? Firehouse, I think, was the other one. Um, those were like my first kind of bigger. When I got a taste of that, you know, national, uh, you know, national headline show audience, uh, I wanted to do more of that. <laughs> so were they basically those shows pretty good? Like they treated you good and everything, nothing like, you know, like shystery. Yeah. Shystery? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't privy to the business cause I, I mean, I was still, I, I was still kind of young and, and detached from that side of things i just wanted to show up play bass and you know hopefully you get a girlfriend or whatever yeah um back then i wasn't so like into that that part of it it wasn't until a little later i started paying a little more attention to the goings on and whatever but mm-hmm. i as far as i remember we were we were always treated pretty good um not, nothing too too bad to speak of mm. I, actually i've never been really shit on by you know by national acts or or uh, headlining bands or, or in other bands i mean there's been some that were you know sort of stuck up a little bit or whatever but not not the biggest acts i mean hmm. usually the the biggest guy the biggest top tier musicians are the nicest and then you, the ones that are the fucking dicks are the are the younger ones that have just 
just started to get a little bit of notoriety or whatever they can be cocks sometimes you know yeah. um uh like uh, oops i'm not supposed to say it like um uh the band <laughs> <laughs> sure. is a is a younger band that we played with a couple years ago accuracy when i first joined them hmm. and uh they they had a little bit of an attitude you know they hmm. took all fucking data set up all day to goddamn sound check and and uh actually that that's a pr- kind of a good story for this show sure uh i um we show up at the venues outside of chicago somewhere west chicago I think. and uh earlier in the day so like five o'clock for load in you know how it is and uh this place this place was fucking packed i mean car you could I, you couldn't park I and mean, it was just packed we're like man this is gonna be fucking killer you know this right. already this many people here you know we walk in we walk in and it's a school of rock performance going on. <laughs> and it's like 15 year old girls and stuff playing in this venue. Cause there was evidently like a matinee type thing. And mm. it was the school of rock for the local, you know, the local school of rock kids. And dude, they were, they were doing an iron maiden set and I'll tell you, they were fucking killing it. Nice. I mean, like uh-huh. impressive that these, you know, I'd say from from 14 to 18, 19 year old kid girls mostly. I think there's a couple boys, but for some reason it was mostly girls, and they were killing these fucking maidens, They're playing like Aces High and shit. You know how would be thy name? And uh, and we're like, okay, this is cool. And we were watching, and waiting for them to get done, and it was dragging on. And I was getting to be like six, seven, seven thirty, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. they finally like end their show, and everybody leaves. <laughs> gone oh, and and what and the, the this band that we were opening for were, were was a headlining band i'm sure you know who they are um and uh, we figured hey it must be some other the, the secondary crowd then is going to come in after you know these people leave and nobody ever really did i mean it was like a, 10 people <laughs> showed up to see this this band and you know, the good band, the one the one main dude is really talented. He sort of plays keyboards and guitar at the same time, mm. if you know who that is. And uh, But nobody came to see him. <laughs> so this, we're like, this, this was in Chicago, right? It was outside of, yeah, one of the suburbs out there. I don't remember where. Oh, okay. And it was like a weekday or an evening? It was a, well, I don't know. It might have been a Thursday or uh, something. Okay. Yeah. Like said, that's kind of weird for like short, small attendance on a, well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what it was. Poorly promoted or or huh. I mean, I would have assumed that they would have done a little better than that. Right. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, I think I think we had the people that were there, I think were there for us. I, I don't know that they drew really hard anybody because it, huh. you know, this the, from what I could see. That was one of them things, you know. You, you get worked up and then you kind of get deflated and whatever. <laughs> Like all the parents left, they're like, "Oh man, my." my that's and that's exactly gone. yes, that's exactly what it was. All the parents and the the friends, well, who the hell, family. Who the hell, and, yeah, who the hell booked that then? Like, why would you have that on the same night as a? Sh- I movie? would have like, had that. Yeah, I would have had that opening. I would have had them as one of the opening acts, and then that the crowd would have been, you know, killer. You oh, know? they would have left but anyway. They, I don't know. <laughs> See, like, well, know. maybe, yeah. I don't know. Even if half of them would have stuck around, it would have been cool. But it oh. was, uh, it, it, you know, it, it's one of those things. Put your ego in check. As soon as you start thinking you're pretty hot shit, you get you get a show like that. <laughs> that reminds me of like when I 
we first got our drummer joel we uh wanted to play a show in like uh it's not really joliet but it's like a town near there and it was like this place called bada brew i don't give a fuck they're closed now but um <laughs> like it was like a Halloween. I think we played show. there yeah like yeah. it's cool it's cool for what it was but like that night i think it was like three or four bands and the first the one band brought a shitload of people and we're like all right as soon as that band was done, guess where all the people went? They left with yeah. that band. And I'm like, those yeah. fucking people paid to get in here. And then they're leaving. Yeah. So the bar was pretty much like dead, even though it was like a Halloween weekend. I did not understand it. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if this is the Illinois mentality or what. Like, I'm not saying like I wouldn't play there in Illinois again, but like. Or maybe this just a well a cursed, a cursed bar. I don't know. Different different bars and different venues have following, uh, and it depends on what suburb you're playing in too. Because mm. it's it's that area is weird because it's like it, the way we think of it, it's like we wouldn't think anything of driving, you know, forty five minutes or an hour or whatever across the Chicagoland area to go to a show. But some of those people like it, driving over to the next to the next suburb is like a big ordeal. It's like, you know what I mean? It's unless it's a big major band, they won't like, they won't drive an hour or 45 minutes or whatever it takes to get across the area, you know? That's so you gotta, <laughs> you gotta find a vent. Yeah. Well, you gotta find a venue that sort of has a little bit of a following, mm. um, you know, built in like the, the Brower house always has a pretty decent crowd. Um, we, oh, I've been there. Done yeah, that. That's, that's yeah cool. we've done that that's a couple of like... times. Yeah, that's like if Cheers like expanded larger, that's what yeah the Brower House would be. Yeah, yeah, and Reggie's is is always pretty good because they always have a built-in crowd that's pretty good too. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, Bra- yeah, Brower House is cool. I just remember like playing there, and well, the only thing that sucked was the weird like entrance back door entrance because it, you're basically yeah. in a plaza and like this right. long ass hallway. <laughs> yeah, it seems I think I got lost. I couldn't like find. I was like in the bar, like by the stage, and I didn't, I didn't realize it. And I walked through and went into some other part of the building, and I'm like, where in the hell am I? Oh yeah. But um, yeah, that uh, we played there a couple times. It's a cool place. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think, uh, there, there's a place called the Metal Monkey Brewing. It's a little brewing company place that that does uh, uh, music, live music, and that was that was a cool place. That was my first show with those guys. Hmm. That's that's sounds like a pretty cool venue to play it in general, like Metal Monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Right. Right. Wow. Very good. Uh, I am jealous of Illinois, what, like what they have there and what comes through there, and then back oh, down it's, here. Yeah, it's like. Hmm. I mean, you think about how many people you have in that vicinity versus mm-hmm. anywhere else in the area, and it, it only takes an hour and a half to get there. So yeah. it's kind of you know it's kind of dumb not to to utilize it, but it's getting so hard to get shows anymore. I mean, it's, it's um, getting harder and harder. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, again, the beast did no favors, even though like live music was kind of going like at a strange, not a standstill, but like, just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was starting to get hard before that. I was yeah. starting to know. I mean, that's one of the reasons why dark trilogy kind of went on a little hiatus because I, I got, fed up with uh just getting you know the door shut in my face and, and not getting any shows mm. um because I, I was trying to get over there more more than here and uh it 
just seemed like it was getting harder and harder and, and gigs were getting tougher and tougher to get on. And I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> just right. Gonna... So at about that time, the accuracy guys asked me to join and I'm, I just, it just sort of fit right in there. And it, that part was already done for me and I didn't have to do it anymore. And, um, and they're located in Chicago, correct? I think, yeah. Right. They live all over, kind so, of all over the Chicago area. So how does like band practice work for that? Like, it seems like obviously you're, you're down here and then you'd have yeah. to go up there like what, once every few weeks or how does practice um, work? Yeah, I, I don't have to go that often. Um, I do a lot okay. of homework and okay. they, they, okay. Don't, they, they don't expect me to come every time. They, yeah. you know, they just say come when you can or when, you know, whatever um like if we, we were in the writing mode so i was going once a month or something mm. um they, they rent uh they rent a spot in the music zone over there on the south side so a rehearsal spot all set up and and good to go um i don't have to, i don't go much at all unless something needs to be done um actually i booked this interview here we're talking because we were supposed to be releasing a single and video yeah. Um, the first, the first since I joined, and uh, it was all lined up and ready to go uh, a couple weeks back. And two days before, the drummer uh, one had a mishap with a circular saw. Oh, and actually, that, that's not a bad story for this show. Actually, as long as we're sure. talking about, it. Um, I don't know how much information he'd want me to divulge, but sure, uh, pretty serious accident with a circular saw. So he he is incapacitated for a few months um he didn't pull a deaf leopard right no but more of a tony iomi um but it's uh so that put the kibosh on the the video being done and the the single coming out and so i don't we're kind of in hold mode for a few months at least through the summer i would imagine oh man um so i kind of put dark trilogy back maybe in, in action a little bit we did a show a couple weeks ago and looking at doing a couple more mm. just in the, in the interim um but yeah i mean that was kind of that kind of sucks i was just yeah. getting excited about getting this single out and we had a, a guy lined up for pro video uh oh. maker guy in the in the uh, location and the whole deal and it's like two days before we had to call it off mm. so bummer yeah especially like when you have to pay somebody for a video like those people aren't cheap you know actually no this dude uh was very affordable um, oh, okay he he just sort of does a flat rate come in and shoot your video edit it and give it to you um and it does a really good job i saw some of the stuff he's done and it's uh, really good for a really good price so i'm, I'm hoping that we're back on track we can hmm. still do it because it, it, it was a good opportunity yeah. And the building, the building there at the music zone already has sort of. What's the cool, music zone, by the way? A big giant warehouse converted into mu- uh, music rehearsal space. Nice. So it's 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 like a big, I don't know, like three or four story, like old building, and it's just ha- hallway after hallway with uh, doors that go into separate uh, rehearsal spaces. Man, I could. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. That is cool. Like, if I had the money, I feel like I would rent that out to the. I'd buy the fever, right? Put up the fever <laughs> back, 
and use it for shows, but then use it for like rehearsal spaces so I could still make money during the week. Let's go in on it, bro. Damn let's, it. I just make it. Just let's get, make it yeah. happen. And the top Pizza. part, the mezzanine could be the strip club. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know if like South yeah. Bend would allow that. That'd be like some hard zoning there. But... <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But Man, yeah, that it would be hard. Bad touch. That's terrible. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> um, and because yeah like there's not much down, there's not much strip clubs left down in south end in that area and it, it's it'd be on the same road technically right like, they're trying to gentrify that whole area and like there's no strip clubs <laughs> anyway <laughs> but, uh, i don't think that's what the notre dame folk want i don't i don't see why not i mean after the game they're going to want to celebrate well with, like, yeah boobs boobs and whatever in their face whatever yeah. you know could... i don't know Paint them blue and gold or whatever. Yeah, I, I should start doing that. See, that's a that's a whole thing with like South Bend. Like, we have all you know, we definitely have our Notre Dame you know fans, and but like, like all the venues downtown like close. It's like, what do they care about yeah. most? Yeah. I mean, is there anything left in South Bend? Uh, the, I mean, the Morris. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, but. McCormick's it sucks much. Yeah, McCormick's doesn't do much of anything other than like. Have you ever McCormick. played there, dude? Jesus, I we played there once, and it was like uh, no. somebody's living room. Have I played there? No, no. I I watched it. I, That's I watched the show them. we played that that dude about got killed, and the paramedics had to take <laughs> him out in the ambulance. I shouldn't diss that place because the only one time we did play there, it was a pretty good show. Oh, I'm a, definitely played. not ditching it, but like we were supposed to. We play played it. with Daikaiju. Or however you say that. Oh, I heard about you know, that, those man. dudes. They're, they're fucking wild. I have to see and that next time they come in. Yeah, they're fucking wild, and they drew a crowd on like a Monday night. Yeah, that's the thing. Like usually I'm working, but like, may I try to catch one of those shows because I heard it's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah we wanted. Uh, there's no PA. We just we just like set up on this little stage thing in the corner, no PA, and cranked it. Luckily, we didn't like a coffee shop. Metal music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um uh, no um. Uh, we were supposed to play it, and then like something happened. So I'm not gonna ditch. I'm not ditch, ditch dissing the place at all. I'd like to play there because you know South Bend doesn't have a whole lot going on. I mean, they got the garage or the arcade place. What even be, is that? I've, ne- I've never even been there. I, it's like an arcade bar, but like I think we we're supposed to play there, but it didn't work out. And I don't know. I feel like South Bend college kids wouldn't accept our music anyway. So it's almost like no. It's almost like a gamble, like putting a metal band or any rock band in there that's not like happy yeah. college e. Yeah. And yeah. a for effort if they try, but I could just see the, you know, the arms crossed, you know, putting it on TikTok. Listen to this shitty band, you know, one of those <laughs> things. I'd end up on TikTok for that reason. I don't know. So, but yeah, we both feel you know we have this we have the same feeling about like things around here, kind of dying out it's like but yeah they're putting stuff everywhere i don't know i'm i'm really confused well, as to, yeah we just did um the midway tavern and that was packed a couple weeks ago that was oh, that was a, a nice a good show best show we've had in quite a while mm. that's that place is really small i don't think i've ever been there i know where it is but well it, it's not as small as it looks it's it's no? um, it's kind of uh long it's a mm. long like building, and then the stage is at, at the far end. Um, I, I imagined it being a little bigger when I'd heard people talk about it, 
but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's fine. It's cool. You know, it's got a stage and a mm. PA. So <laughs> yeah, that's important. I hate these places that don't even have a fucking stage. You know, that, that nothing pisses me off more <laughs> than a venue that can't bother themselves to e- even like a six inch off the ground platform is better than nothing. You walk in and you got to play on the fucking floor. That just, <laughs> that like pisses me off to no end. I get you. I mean, it's not very classy. I mean, you think they'd have it's, inflatable? Yeah. yeah. Do you think they'd have been inflatable stages that somehow, like, you know, stay? Well, somewhere? how hard is it to put a fucking, you know, to put a two by eight with with two sides and, and a plywood top? You know, it's like, you know, wood, wood, wood's ex- yeah, wood's expensive nowadays. I guess I don't know. You can find old oh, pallets. You can yeah. find old pallets somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, we had a, we had mentioned the old Wander Inn, which had no stage at one point. And then, oh like, yeah, they put, they that, did, did that was one of them. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of some other place we played it. But yeah, like we I, pl- I, yeah, hmm. we played with Badio at a little place in in Chicago, and they didn't have a stage. It's like, oh, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? So what, they have like some sort of corner, like cut it, like a corner, yeah. like. Oh. It's like a bar, and then one of the part of it, they removed all the tables out of part of it, and just said, "Yeah, that's your area." You know, it's like, oh, geez, come on, man. How do you how do you play with the two the double neck guitar and such? Like, I just feel like it needs a stage. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it does. You know, yeah. well, oh. he, he was fine because he was doing solo, so we didn't have a band, so he was uh, all right. But we we were kind of like trying to figure out how to do it, and that's. uh Speaking of that, that brings me to a nice nightmare gig we did, which I shouldn't say it was a nightmare gig because it was actually one of my most privileged gigs personally for me personally, Mm. but just the circumstance was fucked up. Um, We played with Tony McAlpine and uh, (laughs) it was at Reggie's and I originally thought, oh, it's going to be at, you know, Reggie's on, on on the rock club side, but it wasn't it was on the small side you know, you've been there probably on the on the small half mm-hmm. and uh of course it's smaller stage and whatever mm. so we get there and we didn't realize that he was carrying uh tour support so he had a five-piece band opening for him mm. so if you've seen that stage there on the small side of reggie's mm-hmm. it's not it's not terribly big it's i think the cheers stage is bigger um actually i know it is and uh at the time he had achilles priester as his drummer i don't know if you know who that is holy Um, shit he had that kit the whole time or he had that kit he had like the whole the the, like three bass drum the fucking that kit right and then you know tony has keyboards and a guitar amp and then his bass player you know okay so that's on that stage and, and we get there and then there his his uh, tour support <laughs> sets up then in front of that wow. so it's a five-piece metal band with big amps big double bass kit now on that stage so we're, we look at it it's like a half an hour to to showtime and we're looking at this stage and it's full so we set up on the floor in front of the stage with the monitors behind us pointed the other direction. Wow. (laughs) And that's how we played that show is on the floor 
in front of the stage, in front of all the gear and whatever. But I was fuck man, I was happy to do it because that dude is one of my favorites. You know, I mean, yeah. he's like bar none one of my favorite musicians. Yeah. But I, I just considered myself lucky to be there, I guess. Um, <clears throat> huh. That, wow. fr- that first record of his, man, that that probably like was my gateway for instrumental music. As a matter of fact, that Edge of Insanity record with Billy Sheen and Steve Smith, just like anyway, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Steve, Steve Smith, he's such a good drummer that, like, he basically can whip your band's ass with just a snare drum. That's that's just <laughs> yeah, how it goes. Right. He plays with, like, yeah. old man loafers. He's so good. Anyway, <laughs> like, um, right. no, like, I've been, I've been to Reggie's one time in my life. Like, I saw a show there, and after many years of it being there, I decided to go. Like, it's weird how it's set up. It's almost like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like, like a play set i don't know like you got those cages <laughs> cages on the side and the way it, like it goes down and then it's got like concrete seating it's like it's yeah like the, it's like the lair for the foot clan i'm like i don't know what it used to be like i never look in the history of that whole building but like it's it's a different building it's very strange it's a haunted building from what i what i've been told it's oh i'm sure building. i'm sure it's it's gotta yeah. be older and dirt but like mm-hmm. i don't understand what it used to be i'm like is, is it was it like a factory like i'm gonna look into it after, uh, after we're done. yeah you know. I, I i've never actually asked that but i did i did talk to somebody who was telling me about the, the haunted portion of it because I'm, I'm into that kind of shit so oh yeah, um that's fascinating so you so. you didn't see you haven't seen the small half of reggie's then you, well, you were the probably restaurant. in the concert site the rest yeah there's a the restaurant and bar and stage yeah the second that's where we play like when we do our own like headline shows is over there Okay. And um, that's where McAlpine was. I don't know why they put McAlpine in that side, but oh no shit, that's even like. Wait, so you're saying the re- he played the restaurant part? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, there's like nowhere yeah. in there. Right, right. I, I mean, it was packed, especially wow, with us dude. on the floor. And people like literally, like I had to, I couldn't move my headstock one way or the other because I was going to hit somebody. I mean, that's how that people were standing right there, like in my face you know no no way around it you know damn that makes it that makes it even crazier just because i thought it was the concert side the no no. yeah it was uh yeah the restaurant side so brandon have you been brandon have you been to reggie's ever no no i've never been up that way oh man you should check that venue out it's it's definitely different like what i played a show in the outskirts of chicago that had a checkered floor but i don't remember what it was called that's the only Mm -hmm. time i've ever been up in that area Mm. So we were the other time that we were cramped like that was with uh, the Sons of Apollo show because it was another a similar situation and that was in, uh, uh, at uh, the Music Factory. So that that stage is bigger, but still, when you consider yeah. consider their gear, and then they were also carrying a, a five piece metal band with them, and then their gear, and we we had like this tiny little. I mean, there was a tiny little area for the drums. And then I w- I had a tiny little area like where there was nothing, and and poor Joe he <laughs> he didn't he couldn't even have his pedals in the same area where he was standing because of the way things were set up and the monitors and stuff, and uh, of course they didn't want to move. I mean, see if I if I was the middle band in that scenario, I I I wouldn't be a dick and leave my shit. There. I mean, I even though it's a more of a pain in the ass, I would move our drum kit off. 
it's just so that the other band could have some room or whatever. But right. some of these some of these bands just don't want to fucking do that. But um, and I guess I understand why they don't because the stage managers, you know, they, they call the shots anyway. But right. Um, so it was to the point where Joe was like freaking out. He's like, "Oh man, I don't know that we should do this. I think we should. I don't know if we should go." And I'm like, "Dude, we're already set up and sound checked and playing in five minutes. That's <laughs> like we're doing it, you know." Yeah, I think I was. I think I was at that show because, or, like, yeah. or maybe it was the second. No, I was at both of them. They played. Man, you know, I don't remember. I watched them there twice, and like, okay, yeah, they I, they played uh, right before these uh, the Beast came through town. Okay. Uh, they played there, and I, I but I couldn't go to that one. But um, yeah, so you saw them both. Cool. Yeah, because like I'd never played the, the the Music Factory until like later, and like. I thought that door was maybe like a uh, a green room style thing. I'm like, oh, okay, they can they got a green. And then like when I went there and finally played, I'm like, this is just the outside. Oh my god, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that, I, bands I, don't really like too much that that there's no that there's no green room there. It's I've heard from a couple it's people, but then just they were like supposed a, to build one. Yeah, it wouldn't. It would take like a few feet out and then just like expand, and then you'd have yeah. like a. I mean, well, was Jeff was telling me he tried to do that. He tried to get that done, and they, they, uh, for some reason, they, they didn't do it. They didn't let him do it, or uh, something. There, there is some shenanigans with that venue going on. Um, hmm. uh, he, he, that he was telling me about last time we played there. Uh, that's kind of, it kind of sucks for him. I know it's like in the middle of nowhere, and they got all these huge, like, dirty factories around. Like, what does it matter if you expand a small building that's trying to have some like, like up, upbeat thing yeah. going on in such a well? Strange I heard neighborhood. The, they started the, the they started fucking with them after. Um, actually, I want to say it was that second Sons of Apollo show that somebody got pissed off. I think doors were delayed. Or something happened and somebody got pissed off and like alerted the fire marshal to the capacity. And now there's some bullshit where they've capped his his capacity and it's keeping him now from from getting some bigger shows that he'd want to get because they're gonna fuck with him on the on the the capacity. There's always some sort of stipulations and regulations that they always have to fucking put their stamp on. If that person yep. out there is listening, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, suck a dick. Yeah, suck my dick. Suck their dicks. Anyway, yeah. just it just takes that one fucking Karen to ruin everything, which is like, it's kind of weird because I've never gone to a show where I'm like, this is like, there's too many people here. Like, I don't know, maybe they're, they have like flashbacks. Well, they were butthurt. They were that the way I, he told it to me is they were fucking butthurt or whatever. They they had to wait outside. For, oh, that's so. Thought. I mean, so they, yeah. If you're in Chicago, you'd have to do the same thing. You're gonna call the fire marshal then. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I've played a show before, and I honestly, I'm sitting there trying to remember where it was, but they were doing head counts when people came in because they only have like so many people. Right. And I I forget where this was, but I was like, it was like a. Hundred and something, two hundred something people. I was like, "That's." I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> that we're gonna hit that capacity tonight, but no, I've they, noticed before yeah. that they they do. Yeah, tolerance. they definitely don't have to worry about that when we play. It's like no head counter needed. For Progressive instrumental band, nah, nah. 
<laughs> we don't no, have to th- worry about. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Great White. But um, you getting hot in here? Yeah. No, I, I get like safety and everything. You know, is well, so it matters because you want to get everybody out there in case something goes wrong. But like, you don't got to be a dick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I bet you that person's still calling calling the cops on when like during the beast era there's too many people in the house in their houses yeah yeah that's the kind of person that would that would yeah (laughs) call the authority call the authorities because you had a barbecue yeah (laughs) so uh, any other like strange happenings or whatnot of like um noticeable things like you know what? I wrote them. I jotted a, I jotted a little list down. In sure. Notes, but it's, in, it's in my phone now. <laughs> and I don't think I can get off this screen oh, <laughs> to, gotcha. to go back and look at my notes. That's let me funny. see if I can, let me put my brain power to use and see if I can remember what I, uh, what I had jotted down there. Ladies and gentlemen, Clint is actually a bass player. We need more bass players. Just, oh yeah. I, no, I, you I, don't need. I, <laughs> no, I, go on, I go on, I go on a rant <laughs> that we need more drummers and bass players in the world. So like, you you yeah. uphold the flag high because you're a bassist. You're not a and guitar it, guitarist playing a bassist. You're actually a bassist. <laughs> yeah, and I never I n- never was that type that that came over from guitar or was like, you know, uh, settled on bass or whatever. I was never yeah. that. I never took that route. It's like I wanted to be a bass player like from the, from We've the beginning. Actually, interviewed a lot of bass players. If you think about it, like. Clint, yeah. James, Chris, I think the one of the other guys we interviewed was a bass player too. I was like, just now thinking about it, I was like, we've actually interviewed several already, and we need more in the world. It's like for the younger generation, you know, like they can be. Know. I should. The go to guy to come I on the podcast. Get a couple, I should see if I could get you guys a couple good ones. Uh, I know, I know a couple, you know, bigger name bass player guys that are just super cool dudes. I yeah, should see if I. You guys, but in uh, general, like you, we need more bass players in the world, like just to fill yeah, out the bands, because yeah. there's, you know, our area, there's a lack of them and drummers. Like, it's just. Oh, well, like you know what else is is what's the, what's just as bad as uh, singers that are like singers. I mean, nothing against metal singers or screamers, right. but there's there's virtually no singer singers, in you know, in and the world. That's true. I guess like it's or if you. A few girls maybe but it's like if you, if you think about it the art of singing with dudes is not it's not a thing anymore i mean it doesn't seem to be um, yeah i guess you're right that's that's kind of a lost art or slowly becoming lost because yeah everybody wants to sing like i don't know country and that doesn't take much to sing sorry well not yeah, mo- you not that, yeah. <laughs> not either modern. that or it's the the metal thing you know it's there's not anything in, in between Oh yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Huh. I know a few, <laughs> but not very many. The singers, like regular yeah. singers. Yeah. Oh man. Well, they all want to be in cover bands and do the do that thing, make make the money. I don't think that's good for your voice, though. Like playing for four hours in like a smoky bar is not like the best for your voice, in my opinion. I don't think it no. is. This was a few yeah, years ago, and it really jerk my chain because I uh, found out how much one of these cover bands that played here in town was and this was like I said this was at the old bowling alley at the bar that they had attached and it was 
a random Saturday night. They paid them a fucking thousand dollars to come in there and play. I was like, a thousand dollars to be a jukebox. Thousand dollars to be a cover band. I was like, there's four guys in the band. I was like, they're all walking away with two hundred fifty bucks if they split it. The tribute bands piss me off too, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I mean, that's where the world's going. I mean, I, it's it's really kind of fucked up and depressing. Actually, we just went. Uh, my wife and I went um, a couple weeks ago to see uh, uh, the Prince tribute act. I think it's called the Purple Experience. In Angola? Um, no, it was uh, uh, it was in it was in Chicago when we were over there. Okay. Um, the dude is is fantastic. I mean, mm. he's he's like a jazz. He's on the like the jazz charts and stuff, the Billboard jazz charts, and he's a mm. legit musician. And he he was associated with Prince back in the day somehow, and he actually got his blessing to to do the tribute and all this. So he's he's like the sanctions tribute act. And I I was talking to him after, and he's like, and I was telling him that I was do original you know music and metal and whatever, and he's like. It, it sucks for you guys because that's going away. He says it, it's. He says not only are, are things like me <laughs> and, and taking it, but he goes. And we got into a discussion about AI and this chat G, GBT shit or whatever it is. And he's like, "That's gonna. That's gonna kill it." You realize that, right? He goes, "That's gonna. That's it's. It's done." And uh, and I said, well, yeah, I don't know. And he goes, no, dude, it's done. He goes, uh, he goes. I put in the uh, criteria to write such and such a song, you know, in in my style, you know, blah blah blah. And he said the fucking thing spit out something as good as I could write, you know. And I told it to put a Prince flair on it and make it sound like Prince wrote it. And he said it spit it right back out at me two minutes later and it sounded like a perfect Prince song. And, you know, he goes, it's, it's done. And mm. he said that he said the bands that, that do still do it real. He goes, nobody's going to believe them. Huh. If they tell them because it's going to be able to be faked. He goes, you could write the coolest song in the world. And people go, yeah, sure. Okay. You wrote it, whatever. I bet you did. And, uh, he goes, it's, it's a bleak outlook. He said, hmm. I, you know, he said, unless you're a legacy act or unless you're a tribute, you know, act to a legacy act, he goes, it's done for everybody else. And I went, oh, well, thanks for the pep talk. You know, <laughs> it's like, what is this it's AI like I gotta, thing called? I've, I've heard it well, before, but I don't know what chat, it's there's chat, several. I don't know if it's G, GBT or G something, something it, chat gbt i think somebody correct me whatever fuck off um <laughs> but it, it's uh it, yeah you, you put you put in all the information and and it 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 will either write a story write a thesis write a song uh you know whatever the, whatever you're trying to do and spit it back at you and hmm. in, in near per in near perfect reproduction hmm. um i've been i've been messing around with the art of it there's like apps that you can do the art on where you can give it a description of what you want and it's and it spits out images like within four or five seconds yeah i messed with that uh, stuff too and you know that's fun and i but i can see how that will kill art will kill you know uh, artists and and digital artists 
you know, because mm. I, I did our last album cover for our last single with it, you know, and I, I sat there for an hour and just popped out like 50 different versions of, of, uh, of a cover until I got one that I, I picked. And, and it's a similar thing, I guess, this would happen with music. As long as you put in the right criteria, it will is make it, it for you. Is it a bad thing, though, to like use that for art versus probably paying somebody with a art degree when you could probably get a real job? Uh, Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I can see there. I, I I do know artists that are pissed off about it, too, because yeah, it, that, they kind of struck that. It struck that world first. I've seen it, you know, more... a lot of so-called artists now using these programs and trying to sell the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. And claiming that they're artists. I'm like. I mean, I can make the same exact stuff too, and I'm not a fucking artist, and I'll never say I'm an artist. Yeah. But I told a computer program to make something that looks like this, and it did. Yeah, I mean, and it's not even necessarily a Photoshop thing. I mean, some some people were calling artists cheaters when they were using Photoshop. This is like you don't even have to do that, I and mean, you don't even have to put the shit together. You just type in a couple sentences of what you want, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's that had me wondering. It's like, man, <laughs> what what in, in the way that the, the way technology is moving, it's not going to be long. It's not like it's twenty or thirty years down the road. It's like it's happening now. It's just like a matter of time though before we start seeing it like in the mainstream, you know. And then you can't differentiate what's what's fake and what's real. Like most of the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, fuck all well, that's different. Yeah, but like I was, I was wondering, like, yeah, like it could probably make a cool song, but like, and somebody could probably like, let's say, if, like I, I used it and I said, you know, put this in, and then this, and then I want to hear a song it makes. I feel like that, I guess that is cheating in a way. But if like somebody goes to decipher it and actually records the song themselves, and out of that. And actually performs it live. Is that a bad thing, or is that shitty of that person not be able to use their songwriting ability? Oh, you mean if they if they recreate it live? Correct. Uh, good question. Well, then your cover. Then you're a you're, cover. You're, you're a cover artist. band of an AI of an AI idea. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. definitely interesting. <laughs> I mean, because no, in it, a way, yeah, hmm. yeah. Who would it, know that the AI actually wrote it though? If you don't go out and tell people the AI wrote it, right? But that, like that, you're also setting a precedent of like that's how your music should sound since that's what the AI told told you to spit now, out. If it, if it you keep putting in the same commands consistently and just change things up here and there, it would produce different I, material. It would still I, I've sound never similar. used it, so I wouldn't know like what to put in next for the second song. Like I'm trying to think of ideas, like the thrash. You know what I mean? There's only so many words you could probably use in it. Or is it? Yeah, is it, I, uh, I, I will stay away from it just because it, you know, it, it, it's it's <laughs> it, it's weird and scary and and uh, threatening to to what well, I like a to little do bit, but I whatever. feel like yeah, I feel like it doesn't have a life anyway. It's not like a a, a living thing. Like naturally, people are inclined to sing naturally. Like that's just their thing. Versus like a yeah, but look at how know. many singers are faking it. Well, that's, because, you know, yeah, that's because they've got dumbass excuses, but like true singers, you know, like that's something they've developed or they kind of were born with. And I would um, hope that live music stays around forever and that right. people want, want to see a 
for you know a, a live performance but i mean it, it, it's starting with bands you know like ours they're the performance aspect is starting to go away mm-hmm. uh, unless you're the the big band the legacy artists i mean in fact the, the last couple concerts i went to there was no opening band in the spot yeah. that my you know a band like mine or yours would have normally been playing there was nobody the show start the, the ticket said 7 30 the show started at 7 30 at, at 9 10 i was walking out of the venue i mean that's been the, the last two shows i've been to and uh-huh. you know it's like are, are they phasing it completely out except for the 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 name on the ticket or the the tribute band of of said big band I mean, is it starting to go away slowly? I feel, well, you know? no, because I don't, it depends on who you like. Like, I went to Joliet and saw three bands and like, you know, again, one of my, it's one of my favorite bands and then two I've never seen before. And like, I walked away feeling happy because it still hits me to hear like actual artists still doing whatever. And this, this other band, they're a, they're a band from like Danish or something. I don't know. But they had like all these folk instruments on there, like a weird hurdy gurdy. You know, I'm like, what the hell is that? And like a violin cool. and those are real. They weren't like faked instruments and they had a guy playing the bagpipes and like, it's just that, uh, what's it called? Pagan folk metal. I can't pronounce the name right now. Yeah. I don't sound like an ass, but like, Celtic? you know, it's not Celtic. It's definitely like pagan, like Danish, you uh, U- lady. Right. I think that's her name. My friend Corey's going right. to kind of get mad at me for saying it wrong, but Uva lady or something like that. And they actually have like folk instruments and like, the girl that sings really, really fucking good. I don't think she was faking it at all. I mean, it's still because they're from they're European. They're not going to fake that kind of stuff. That's kind of like in yeah. their, their folk roots. But like, I don't know. It just well, gave me a good feeling I, that. Yeah, I think stuff like that will hold strong in in Europe for a lot longer than here, though. Right, but like um, the show is almost sold out in like Joliet of all places. Like, it's yeah. like it, it, it makes that's me a cool happy. venue. Yeah, it is cool. I was worried about like the the pillars falling, but uh, <laughs> that's the scary part about it. Or seeing somebody crash into one of them on their plane, right? Or it's weird to have them. a pillar right in the middle of the. You know, it's just kind of strange. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a strange building, but whatever. Uh, I, but again, I feel like some. It depends on what you're listening to. Like, I don't feel like it's completely gonna be zoned out. It's just like, but I mean, like, obviously, you know, you got like soundcloud rappers and all that other stuff and they do yeah. what they do but like yeah it's a it's a, it's a huge thing right now but in a way like i don't feel like uh, it's a it's a slippery slope i guess like I, I feel like there's still some spirit out there to keep music going but, but as long as these venues keep playing it's like it's gonna be like that dude said it's gonna be really hard for anybody huh. yeah i mean i, I you kind of hope that people get burned out of the technology too. And they, and they want to go back to more basic, you know, seeing a live band play live, you know, mm-hmm. they, you got to hope that people get sick of the fakery shit and the, the prefab shit and, you know, and, and want something raw and live. Yeah. You know, you just got to hope that, 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 that there's enough of uh, people that, that want to see that. Yeah, I mean, and we Still, got like a, you know, yeah, yeah, we got a lot of like, I don't know, Andy McKee and like, uh, who's that other guy? Like a lot of acoustic players, they get pretty good shows still, like just by the crazy stuff they're doing on acoustic. But it's like, 
at the, yeah. at the core of it it's an acoustic like only been playing like in a different way like almost percussive yeah. style and it's like right that's at the core of it it's just i could do it with an acoustic guitar and it's like wow i mean yeah there's there's some hope but yeah i get like sometimes it feels like i just see a lot less opportunity and that, that's yeah, kind of what, yeah. what what started making me think that maybe it is going that way just because i mean i used to be able to, to reach out to different promoters or or venues or whatever and um and get get shows or, or at least get responses like well no not not for that but we'll keep you in mind for this now i i just i don't i just get fucking ignored you know and it's like is there so many people in their inbox or are they just not bothering to to even book bands you know like ours at all you know mm-hmm. just kind of kind of kind of weird you know yeah i felt that's like why that, i like but... joining accuracy because i didn't have to t- I wasn't the guy doing that shit, you know, so yeah, I, I should just show up and play bass and not have to worry about it. I wish I had that job, but sometimes I have to like book. I mean, we, we we're kind of equal sort of, but like I do the majority of like looking around just because maybe I don't have a life. I don't know. I don't want to be in yeah. charge, but sometimes it, it becomes easy after you've done it for so long. <laughs> it's like, oh. yeah, well, I mean, if you're getting it done yeah, by all means, you know, you're, you're the right guy to do it. I don't. I wish I could get paid for it, but whatever. <laughs> Nobody gets paid. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Good luck yeah. with that. But see, like, even if, even through all this, like, you still continue to want to play bass. You still, your passion hasn't died, which is like really. Important. I try to get up every morning and play, man. See? Even even this far down the the line, I if I don't if I don't have any time in the morning to play, it bums me out. It kind of pisses me off for the day. But that's I like to get up and and eat and 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 uh, put the brace on for yeah anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour if i you know can you know and i'm i'm even late to, late getting out the door a lot of times just because i i'm on a roll playing something cool or fucking with my tone or whatever and pretty soon i realize oh yep. shit it's 10 o'clock yeah whatever. i hate that feeling too like i'm actually like <laughs> it feels like i enjoy it more when my time is shorter than if i have extra yeah. time it's weird how that works yeah i mean that's mm-hmm my time is morning because nobody else is awake yet. You know, mm. I, I got, you know, got the cats bugging me, but that's about it, you know? Right. And I can just sit and do whatever. That's when I work on recording if I'm doing that or, or just playing, you know? So like basically back to the beast era, like did that affect you any, like as far as musically or like, did you just kind of nah. push on, push F- on through? Fucking beast didn't affect me for shit, man. That's how I feel. It's like, like I, I, was like, I, I'm... I went to work every fucking day. I got up every day and did the same shit. The only, the only <laughs> thing was, is I, I couldn't do some of the stuff that, that wasn't going on anymore. You know, like, yeah. like one of our businesses was crushed because we couldn't gather. So, um, but we, we went to online stuff and we did that instead. Um, of course, we couldn't do shows. So that part changed. Mm. But other than that, you know, fuck that bullshit as much as as long as i've known you i actually don't know what you do is like the job i thought you just play bass and you just get paid for uh, looking oh, like a bass player yeah. oh yeah <laughs> right 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 uh i no i do a, a bunch of shit actually i oh. i uh i if own want, i own a heart what's that I, if you're not in liberty to say you don't have to I'm, well I'm, i i mean i own a, a hardwood flooring company that i put i do hardwood floors i did not know that. Um, that's cool yeah 
yeah. yeah. And, and my wife has a, a business that I kind of co-operate with her. Mm. And then, um, I, uh, now I'm starting the base company, um, made out of hardwood the, floors that you ripped out of houses. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm not building the bases. Okay. Uh, some people think that I'm like here in, in my little fucking wood shop building bases, and I'm not. I, I tried <laughs> to do that. I, I've attempted it twice, mm. and I almost got there, but not quite. Not to not to the level of where I'd want to sell them. Right. Um, I, I don't have all the equipment, and I, more than anything, I don't have the time. Sure. So um, the the stuff is being sourced. And then I figure I'll be doing about maybe 30% um, of I'm going to be doing all the work on the necks and uh, the finish work of the necks and that kind of thing. And, Mm. um, but uh, everything else is going to be CNC, CNC cut um, overseas and then just sent to me that way. But um, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I do. I I work about every fucking day. So I'm not, yeah. Not the kind of guy that's going to sit at the beach on a Saturday. No. So basically, like that's the whole base. The you coming out with a base is that basically be a good thing from the beast era, or just did you ever imagine oh, this happening nah. to you? Or just... I've I've thought about doing that for a while. Um, okay. I I kind of got pissed off at a certain company. Uh, that was the impetus of it. It's not the whole thing, but it was it was gotcha. kind of that's what got me thinking initially about it. As I was playing these bases of a certain company, and I know the primary, um, uh, the primary guy, the primary endorser of this said company, the, their top endorser, I know. So I started playing these bases, and uh, I, I it came to a point where I, I, I had a few of them too, and I came to a point where I wanted to get a couple more, and I wanted to talk to somebody at the company, and nobody would fucking call me nobody would return an email nobody would return a message i mean i was like ignored and nobody would like talk to me at this company i, I didn't want free shit or anything i just i had right. a couple like questions before i spent more money with this company and, and they just fucking blew me off like i was a fucking turd you know and uh i i said fuck this and i just <laughs> I took all the, took all the bases to a shop and dumped them and i said i'm gonna put together you know, company, I'm going to probably be having my shit made in the same factory that theirs right. is. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to put a, my, my own brand name on it. And, uh, if anybody wants to ask me a question about it, I'm going to fucking answer them. I'm going to write them back and, you know, gift shout, wrap it for them. Yeah. Shout out. You know to what the, I mean? Shout out to the company that ignored your, uh, your, uh, customer. Yeah. Fuck that. It's <laughs> guitars. Sure. I feel like that's another thing. Like if you're just a little guy, a lot of these companies ignore you. I'm not saying they all do it. There are some that are amazing well, at with their, you know, like customer service. Like they'll get back to you and it's like like bare knuckle yeah. pickups. Like if you actually email them, they just that's just an example of a good company. I'm just saying yeah. like, uh, and Demarzio too. Um, but it's like I I I wasn't it's like I said, I wasn't asking for free shit. I didn't want anything like that. I didn't want an endorsement deal. I want I had a couple mm. very basic questions, you know, simple yeah. that they could have answered for me and you know, nothing. And I've had I've had people at big, much bigger companies, you know, talk to me. Yeah, that's pretty sad. So like that's just another again, that's another dark side of the scene. Like these companies like yeah. 
they're selling these things to just you know you and i the, just the basic people it's like yeah we're, we're the reason they're we're the reason they're big don't ever forget yeah who you are <laughs> it, it, it would have you taken know? a very simple they could have answered my email with two sentences it would have taken them 30 seconds yeah. and i would have been happy and they, you know they just wanted to fucking ignore me so yeah. i'll be playing i'll be playing you know bases with my own my own brand on them <laughs> Well, that's, that's gotta, that's gotta feel good though. Like of all the bullshit, oh, it's cool. that, yeah. you know, and like, you know, like it's I'm, a, I'm a narcissist, I'm a narcissist egomaniac. So that'll, that'll feed right into that. That's okay. Um, I mean, sometimes it's gotta uh, be. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> somebody sees you playing this. Hey, what kind of bass is that? Oh, it, it's my own company here. Here's the link. You can check them out. And, you know, they're going to be affordable too, by the way. I mean, they're, that's important. They're going to be, they're going to be very affordable and uh, uh, customizable. So, I mean, if you want different, pickups different electronics uh hardware you know all that will be interchangeable i think we're you're our first base ad i mean i'm sure a lot of people are going to be listening to this and asking for a base of some sort like if they're sick of yeah, whatever and wanting to try something out you know there you go yeah like it's, said, it's we're, here to, we're here to we're here to help you know yeah, like, yeah not be cool. the dark side you know, <laughs> of the, scene. Uh, the company is going to be altair a-l-t-a-i-r and um and uh yeah it's it's if you like classic fender style bases that's what it's going to be i'm not going to be reinventing the wheel or coming out with wild designs that you've never seen it's going to be pretty traditional stuff but because that's what i like and that's basically it's all about me because i'm a narcissist asshole no, um need more but, bass uh, players it, it's okay <laughs> uh so yeah i mean if you like that that kind of bass that that's uh it's going to be uh, for you. Heck yeah. Well, that's good. So um, let's see. I got what, a couple more minutes here. Um, Brandon, you still alive? No, I'm dead. <laughs> so <laughs> any other like. Brad, I, I've, have I ever met you, Brandon? I don't know. Probably. Brandon, what, a ter- what a terrible name to have in 2023, by the way. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I know you said you're like more in the, in the central part of the state. Yeah, I'm just north of Kokomo. Yeah, cool. All right. So I, I probably never run into you. I don't no, I don't think you have as far as I know. I've, I've only I'm really it. bad. Yeah. I'm really bad about names and, and faces. Well, I uh, his name is pretty common, like first and last name. Like there's a lot of rights everywhere. I see right. a lot of stickers lately. Everyone telling me let's go. So I'm yeah. I'm proud that yeah. are you are you ready got, to go? Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I've got so much support lately. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but everyone's supporting yeah. me, so I'm, I'm Good happy. Good job, for buddy. Good yeah. job. Well, well, you'll be going in a couple short years. Um, so anyhow, um, <laughs> I uh, I I'm really bad at faces and names, so I I could have come across you at some point, but like like a dude at the last gig we did, um, I was walking through and he stops me. He goes, "Hey, man, how are you? Good to see you. Long time, you know. I don't know if this probably happened to you too at gigs." And uh, I'm like, he goes, you remember me? I'm like, oh, no, no, man. <laughs> and then he like, so he stands up and he's like, and then he's like, huh? And he's like, takes his hat off. You remember me? I'm like, oh, dude, sorry. <laughs> I mean, what do you, you, you can't lie to him in that situation. You can't go, you know, oh yeah, yeah. How's your mom? And, well, no, dude, my mom's been dead for 20 years or whatever. <laughs> you can't like, you can't Oops. lie because it just takes you right down a bad path. So yeah. I, I had to go, dude, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't, I don't. And, and you know sorry rich if you're listening but I, i'll remember you next time 
maybe, maybe not. Probably not. Not probably. Actually, not. like earlier, you were saying something about you're into the the supernatural ghost stuff, right? Yeah, big like, big time into anything supernatural, anything science fiction. So, so Brandon has like a, another podcast. And if you've had any ghost encounters, you know, I'm trying to hook him up with actual <laughs> good stories about stuff. Oh, we we've done. My wife and I have done several tours of of known some known places mm. um we were down in um uh down at the, the Lotes house over um halloween we were um we did the one here in town in south bend here that was just a fucking sham uh which one's that one that, it was down they were doing that around halloween time it was down on like washington street or something downtown uh, this dude, the supposedly like well-known ghost hunter dude on YouTube or some shit, uh, to, was doing tours through it, and it was just, you know, it was dumb. I've, I've been in the Bird Cell Mansion when we did our first video. I'm like, I didn't get any weird vibes, oh. but I was told like there is. But but again, I'm not prone to that stuff. But like, it's I could see how it, it could be fucking haunted. Well, fuck. see, I <laughs> I am I'm skeptic actually because I Same. it's not that I don't it's not that I don't I really I, I do these things because I don't want to be skeptic. I want shit to happen. Yeah, and it, ha yeah. it hasn't yet. It Same. just hasn't. So, um, but I, I'm into anything that's that's you know science science fiction, you know surrealism, science fact, you know. It's, it's, uh whatever you know i'm I'm into a, a a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff hmm. and conspiracy it would oh, fit right it. into my podcast because it's called oh, I love, tales I, oh fuck yeah yeah no i i'm there you I'm, go i'm big into into that type of thing well if you ever want to be a guest on his show then you'll be able to talk to him again without yeah. me all right time. Well, cool cool <laughs> No, well, I've got a lot of weird shit on that one, from Bigfoots to aliens and all sorts. What's of the name of it? I need to I need to check it out. Tin foil tells. Tin foil. All right, all right. <laughs> I, you got a new subscriber if you're if you're talking yeah. about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd I, say like this. This basically wasn't a bad one. It's just a lot of good, good. That games. podcast. <laughs> I need to actually record some yeah. more episodes because he, we've been so busy with this one that I've kind of neglected that one. But I release a new episode once a week on that one as well. Oh, cool. Do you like the show The Y Files on YouTube? I actually don't really watch any of that stuff. I, I run podcasts, okay. but I don't listen to them and I don't really watch them. Okay. <laughs> the, the Y Files is my, my favorite YouTube show. Yeah. The, my stuff's on YouTube, but most of it's all streaming. Like, yeah. I've got YouTube videos, but again, like with even with this episode that we're doing now with you, it's it'll just be audio. There's no video or anything on them. So, right, cool. But mm. after YouTube decided to ban one of my videos, the last couple episodes I've actually Ugh. haven't uploaded on YouTube or that. Yeah, other podcast. it's terrible. I I feel bad for people that would have to use YouTube as a platform just to deal with that fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. But no, the yeah. other the other podcast I think I counted up. It's been downloaded like in ninety three different countries so far. So it's actually doing pretty decent. Yeah, cool. Well, I, I'll subscribe. Okay, we're talking about music, so nobody subscribes to like that in different <laughs> countries. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one we're slowly gaining traction. It's been downloaded uh, in I don't know how many different countries, but I've seen the little map that it shows me from the platform that hosts the service for me. We've been downloaded in. 
a lot of places in Europe and South America so far, so that's not too bad. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, shout out to those people too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they're subscribing, but they at least clicked on it. But like, what the fuck is this? I ain't listening to this and left. <laughs> Just saying a wrestling show. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're probably a dark side of the scene, and they're thinking of. Now, I'm not out here to diss anyone, but someone messaged me and they thought this was for wrestling and also for like movie scenes. So they said that they're a filmmaker and they would like to come on and talk. They're also doing behind the scenes stuff for wrestling. I was like, yeah, we're strictly music, dude. Sorry. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind talking about, well, not in this one, like talking about like almost like a movie review of like random movies, but that's for something else, whatever. I don't want to have another podcast, Ed. You can do that no, one on your own. No, no, I don't want no. I, I see how much work this one is. No, fuck that. That's, <laughs> a, that's why I've neglected tinfoil tells because we've been so busy interviewing on this one. That and a lot of the people I've interviewed have kind of left me uh, questioning some of my other decisions. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But, yeah. um, uh, Anyways, if you've got anything well, else, cool. I mean, we can talk about it. Or if not, I think we can wrap this one up. This is pushing close to two hours. So, Put the people out of their misery. <laughs> All of ours have went on for quite a long time. And I was no, like, I don't, like, I don't listen to podcasts, to make, yeah. so do they go on this long? I don't know. I how. do. Believe it or not, I do. If it's something interesting and, the, and it's a lot of engaging, like I listened to one for like three hours. And most of it was like, it was the bare knuckle pickups one. <laughs> and it's like shit I like, and I just like keep it, keep it going, keep it going. I want to hear dumb shit like this, but yeah, it depends on what it is, the subject matter. Anyway, I'm just rambling. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, well, you well, did cool. send us a song that was called Element 115, and you said the name of the project was Planet Vertigo. Planet v- Vertigo, yeah, yeah. That kind of came came about. Um, I think that came about sort of during the Beast. Um, the dark trilogy sort of was took a hiatus because we had a drummer issue. Um, and like I said, it was, it was getting tough. So I just kind of like we shelled it for a bit and, and planet vertigo was kind of born out of that. Joe, Joe and I still the, the main two people uh, in it, Joe from dark trilogy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then uh, at some point Jeff Mitchell came into it on keyboards and he's a, a local uh, keyboard and synth uh, guru guy and uh, it's been going a little more in the synthy direction and the keyboard direction too. So it, it, it's it, that project kind of ranges from full metal instrumental to like to funk fusion. Um, so there's a little bit of everything in there. So that's uh, we got a, a single out uh, just uh, I don't know maybe three weeks ago called Down Periscope, and then Element 115 was the single before that. Nice. Hell yeah. This is the one song's funky. I remember listening to them. Got some funk. In yeah. It. Yeah. That was the, that the newest one. Yeah. yeah that's it, cool. It's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And we're working on and more too. Mm. Uh, we'll just kind of see how it goes one song at a time. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't really do a full album unless you do live shows because you can't sell a CD unless you're at a show. At least that's my experience is that place to sell CDs is at, at shows. So, are people still um, buying CDs though? Yeah. Yeah. 
there's there's a there's a uh, you know a, an audience a core group of like physical media yeah. collectors out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't speak up in the last two years, but I mean, the, as of the last CD I made, there was there's still a bit of an interest in that. Especially, like I said, it shows because if they want to actually take something home with them, you know, that's that's you know where you can sell yeah. a CD at. The last show that my band played was like two nights before the shutdown of everything, and mm. we did sell one CD there. So that was but we've had CDs and everything, and I always just assume people don't like us, we suck or something because no one hardly ever bought any. But every I. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, well, maybe it's because no one really buys CDs anymore because most of the vehicles these days that people listen to, their music is streamed. I'm like, I think I, most people anymore that, that do them, just do them to have the physical thing. You know, it, hmm. me, I, I don't have a CD player anymore, but my when my, you know, top favorite bands release something, I always, I always get a CD of it. Hmm. You know, I don't buy everything on CD we, like I used to, but we got we got smart and put them on like a they're not like a business card, it's like a plastic downloadable card, and the yeah. little thing folds out and you put the artwork on it. And I'm like, yeah, uh, that was money well spent, in my opinion. You still got the artwork, and you still got I don't know. To me, that's it's like portable little things. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, people, I, a lot of people still like to. They don't want to buy fucking air. You know, they want to hold something. You know, yep. and feel like they get something for the money. Right, you know, yeah. So anybody out there, if you want to, that's a good avenue to travel. Is just have a little download plastic car. I don't know. They're made out of plastic. They're not like flimsy ass. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen they, those. They got. They either yeah. have like a code on them or something that you. A code you or this get yeah, the download. This, yeah, and this one just flips out with a little memory stick. My so uh, like you, so even if you hate the music, you can like erase it and put like nude pictures of yourself <laughs> when you're done with it. But whatever. <laughs> I had just ordered cards, little square cards for this podcast. On the back of it has the QR scanning code that'll take them directly to the podcast. So oh, there you go. I'm gonna give some to Ed so he can uh, pass them out to people at shows that he goes to. Right. They'll be on lamppost and we'll get in trouble for like a permit or something. I don't know. <laughs> Violation. Pretty Someone soon, I'm just gonna up. upload it straight into your fucking brain, just like. Neuralink, just straight, straight, yeah, straight into your skull. Yeah, don't give the AI any ideas. <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, yeah. Uploading a... AI bullshit music straight into your brain. Oh shit! No human involved. Yeah, there is something that I could inform you guys about when it comes to AI, but I won't because by you knowing it, then it'll also damn you guys as well. So, I'll I'll save you the headache oh. from that. <laughs> I don't want to. Gonna, let, I, I don't want to let all the. You're listeners gonna say that either. and then not say it. <laughs> well, uh, it'll get mad at me for not spreading its true beliefs to everyone. Oh, the AI overlords are taking over. This could be part of your tinfoil podcast. I was actually going to do an episode on this, but I never got around to doing it because I couldn't find anyone that actually wanted to come on and talk about it. They're afraid to. Yeah, <laughs> but. On that note, uh, I do appreciate you coming out and talking with us tonight. It's been a yeah, good conversation. Fun. Heck yeah. Yeah, so, sorry I couldn't get, you know, uh, darker with you and uh, 
That's fine. Talk about talk about beating beating people's ass like Steve Dixon was talking about. <laughs> all that. I, 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 did, I couldn't quite go that far. I'm just not. It's just never really happened. No, Shout out to Steve. Good. We love you, Steve. No, that, that was funny. Those are. He's had some quite some adventures. I can't wait to hear what other ventures he has going on with like choke setter when they go over there. You know. <laughs> I think we're gonna have him back on once they get done with their tour, and one of the other guys that are going out on tour. So we have an interview coming up to release here soon. I think I'll have him back on later too after their tours to see what had funny stories they've had encountered out there. Yeah. But now we, uh, that's the misconception I think a lot of people's writing off about the podcast lately is because it's called Dark Side of the Scene. They just think we're being all negative and causing problems. And who wants to hear about all the bullshit? We have to deal with it. Well, that's kind of the point wads like it's trying to yeah. bring light to the issues so maybe you don't have to deal with it anymore but explaining that to people is like fucking talking to the wall yeah people are fucking turds <laughs> basically Cruise. they are I mean they're, there's this you know most people are just walking fucking turds right <laughs> and that, that that's that's the whole funny story in itself but yeah turds you can't flush <laughs> Even if the bathroom isn't right by the stage. <laughs> All right, but it should be on my rider from now on. Bathrooms need to... need to be located within three feet of the stage at all times, <laughs> in case somebody's got a shit. You know, one of those porta potties. Have to have a porta potty oh, right dude. on the edge of the stage. <laughs> Never mind. I won't, I'll, I'll stop because we could keep keep going and going. I just thought of another one. Um, all right. Well, we can wrap it. <laughs> right on. Well, again, appreciate you coming on and talking with us. Sure, the man. Song is called Element One Fifteen, and it was the band's name is what again? Planet Vertigo. Planet Vertigo. So, thank you, guys. Cool. See you, man. See you. See you. <laughs>